I'm in the arrow hoods position, I think it was like three watts or something. Okay, so this guy <laughs> is going to go put spray foam in his pack to gain three watts for maybe ten minutes of the race that he's actually in the arrow hoods position. And the rest of it he's probably drafting, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, but it also is more aerodynamic in a regular position. <laughs> By how much? Like a watt. What up, party people? Hey, shout out to one of our listeners for sending in the clip from Family Guy that inspired the party of the people tagline. It took over a year for someone to finally bridge the connection. I don't even like Family Guy, to be honest, but that was one of the one-liners that I remember to this day, and it has always stuck. So maybe now that I'm outed, we might have to come up with another way to address you all at the top of the show, or who knows, maybe we'll just stick with it. I don't know yet. Anyways, with another slow week in the bike racing world, we brought some discussion topics to the table again before diving into some fun listener questions. We've got a huge backlog of submissions, so if anyone has sent in a burning question that you really want to be answered in a timely fashion, make sure to note this early in the question so we can try to get it in on time. That said, hit us up with any questions or feedback you have for the show at bonkbrospodcast at gmail.com, or you can scroll over to the Bonk Bros Instagram page, smash that follow button, and send us a direct message there. All right, all right, let's get this party started. Oh, crazy. I like that. Do you have a cold right now? No. Do I sound like it? Yeah. He's probably cold. I just came in from outside he's, snow blowing my driveway. cold. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. We got like a foot of snow yesterday. Oof. So you're going to go fat biking? Mm, I'm actually like less stoked about fat biking and more stoked for cross country skiing and skiing in general. I'd like to do some cross country skiing. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, I mean, fat biking is fun, but you have to have like really good trail conditions for fat biking to be fun doesn't seem that fun. otherwise it's <laughs> so if, if you have groomed single track it's actually super fun it's like basically mountain biking but on snow and like the traction is actually like pretty yeah, but good what about mountain biking on dirt when it's like warm yeah well that's better but we don't <laughs> i mean if it's like if, if you can't mountain bike on dirt it's like a, a decent alternative i was talking to adam roberge and he he like he loves fat biking he it's actually, cool. Yeah. He actually really likes it. As do a lot of people who live in, you know, the Great White North, I guess. Yeah. I mean I I, I enjoy it. Um but it's it's still biking where like you can't cross country ski the rest of the year. You can ride your bike the rest of the year. So that's why I look forward to cross country skiing now. Mm. All right. Yeah. Hey Drew, how are those uh talent videos popping off? <laughs> They're not. <laughs> they're not dude the monster surprise, the surprise. Monsters ink thumbnail was not it man just, you should have consulted I know, me i know it wasn't and then i changed it and it didn't it didn't it didn't help uh when i changed it so then i put it back to the monster i was ink like one. i was like dude you're using monsters ink as your thumbnail for a audience of cyclists this is the worst idea i could think of yeah i just came up with bad ideas that's my that's my mo I picked Dylan's thumbnail, so maybe you should consult me. Well, we'll see how the video does. Yeah, we'll see when how I the post video it. Does. What, yeah, uh, I haven't posted a video in like a month, so what's the video going to be about? Creatine? It's a, it's a secret. I can't tell until it comes out. Scott, what's his video about? Creatine. Nothing cool. <laughs> <laughs> like usual. Scott, did did you have to watch the video in order to pick out the no, thumbnail? I, I or don't watch Dylan's it? videos. No, he showed me like a list of like <laughs> six, and I just pick the one. 
that instantly draws the most attention, like my attention to it. Yeah, it wasn't hard for him to pick at all. He was like that one, no question. (laughs) Yeah, but if you're scrolling through your YouTube feed, yeah, you just like it's so fast. You know, you got to just show them and be like, the first one you touch your finger to is the one. That's true. No, that was a good call. Yeah, you shouldn't have spent a long time thinking about it. No, does it even matter now? Like with with the algorithms, I mean, I feel like they just like put whatever video in your face that they think is the right one. Yeah, but people still have to click on it. Yeah, but do people like really care even though? Like, do they just click on the first video? Like, I I don't know. I'm not really much of a YouTube guy. So, like, do you still scroll through and try to figure out which video to watch? Now there's this thing where it it auto plays, (laughs) where like if you, if you, if you stop on a video, the the thumbnail will go away and the video will actually start playing before you click on it. So, like, not only is your thumbnail really important, but the first five seconds are also super important. Mm. I listened to a whole podcast about it. And I still and I still have crappy uh, thumbnails and five seconds. Drew, you, you didn't have to listen to a podcast. You could have just called me on the phone. I would have told you that exact same thing. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I listen to podcasts while I ride. I can't talk to people while I ride. I do. Yeah, he was talking to his girlfriend while he was riding. Called multitasking have, or the, um, Who was? The Sorry, Apple, I like talking to her. <laughs> the Apple, the Apple AirPods are like amazing for that. I'm like riding and no, the air no, the AirPods aren't as good. I just use the corded ones, the one like oh. Apple corded. Yeah, I don't have the, the mic is way one. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've like had the AirPods no in, and somebody I'm talking to is like doesn't even know I'm riding. Like, wow, this is amazing. Well, you're probably not going that fast. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. How, do you, how do you guys feel about safety? Like, can you hear any cars? Yeah, but the, well, that's why I stopped riding with AirPods. One, I lost the case to my AirPods, so that <laughs> doesn't help. I only need one. How do you lose the case? Like, don't like it fell out of my like, pocket when I was getting like something out of my pocket when I was riding, mm. and I had my AirPods in, oh, okay. so I didn't hear anything because the noise oh, cancellation. You know what they need to make? They need to make it where it somehow like alerts you if if the airpod gets too far from the case or something it does do that yeah but your phone like will three be years ago. Phone, you'll get a notification on your phone saying you left this behind and it'll say whatever like if you have something that's bluetooth connected to mm. your phone and then that it leaves you get a notification on your phone saying you left this behind it's called a yeah, yeah my phone definitely does not that's do that. annoying it is annoying so when most people turn it off to leave it on. <laughs> mm. yeah but I only listen three. to one. I only listen to one headphone. So, for awareness, for safety. Oh, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Three years ago, I found an AirPods case on the road, and I kept it just in case I needed it. <laughs> dude, there was a cup on the side of the road, Wait, did, and so Scott did, stopped yesterday and was like, <laughs> "Dude, this is a sick cup." I was like, <laughs> it was a good. It was like a, a Yeti cup. It's a, it was a Yeti cup, cup, dude. On the side of the road, it was a Yeti cup. Somebody probably peed in that cup and launched it out their window while they were this driving. Is even, this is even better. Hey, you're in a sterile. I was at Curtis Tolson's house this week, and in his daughter's room, there's a picture of him and his daughter and a little baby deer. And he told me that he found that deer on his ride. He almost ran it over because it was like about to go out into the road. So he grabbed it, stuffed it into his jersey so that the the head of the deer was like popping out right here. And he rode all the way home with little baby deer in his cycling jersey so that his daughter could play with it. It was awesome. And then did he let it go? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think they still have it. No, nope, well, I didn't then see it any. Definitely died. Why? Why? 
not well, like well i don't know if this is like a myth or not but you're not supposed to touch if uh, i heard that about bunnies. You, if you touch a baby deer the mom will abandon it if it has yeah. a human hands on it i yeah, feel like that, that was something i feel like that was something our food. parents told us so that we didn't touch stray animals also how can you play with a deer it just instantly runs away this was a little baby deer it was probably like less than six hours old oh wow <laughs> Where was its that mom? So, it, honestly, it was probably gonna. So it was, I'm not gonna lie. It was gross. probably gonna die regardless. Our old deer, you stuff it down your jersey. What's gross about it? Like, it's probably still got the gunk on it. The no, gunk. he's probably no. <laughs> Dylan's mom never even seen. The mom eats that. Yeah, obviously, yeah. Dylan's never seen childbirth, and he already knows how gross it is. <laughs> I mean, I yeah, I can test. Yeah, it's a little, a little different with animals, though. <laughs> they still have gunk on them. That's the medical term, gunk. Yeah, true. Yeah, but how do animals take showers? They just lick each other. It's yeah. <laughs> about yeah. what Scott does. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, what you guys been up to? Scott's been... Dylan's cat peed on my pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did he actually? Yeah. Ew. It was gross. I went to like my. I went to sleep last night. I was like, "What the fuck is that smell?" Dude, Dylan, we've <laughs> got to talk about your, your. We've got to talk about the the lighting deficit that you have in in areas of your house. Last night, Scott and I were trying to do like an interview with someone, and he was literally on Zoom in the dark. And he said that the light was on. It was just so All bad the that he, in the he couldn't see on. it. Mm. What's up with that? Well, the there's best, all- the best lighting is in my shed. It was really cold when I filmed the video the other day. I was freezing by the end. It was like a 40 degree day, too. I was out there for two wow. hours. You know, there's so like tough. a low. So why, why is so there a little heater? Yeah, but you tough. can't run the heater while you're tough. doing the video because it's like how tough you are. It makes too much background. Noise. Yeah, but you could just run the heater and heat the place up and then film. <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's why he needs you around, Scott. I know. But seriously, though, it was like pitch black in his room. That was with the lights on. So are we going to get a sponsor now? I know. Did you guys represent us well? Oh, yeah. Who was it? I'll ask oh, Scott. I don't know. Talk about no, it? we can't say We yet, can't talk about it. Yeah, we may have a sponsor soon for the podcast. And for all those out there who yeah, are we willing have a, to sponsor us. We should have a handful of sponsors hey, coming hit on. Hit us up. We will gladly take your money or free product. Not not necessarily. Yeah, well, we would take your free product first, and then if your product doesn't suck completely, then we would take your money. True. I listen to a podcast about. I listen to a podcast about podcasts. That's when you know you're. That's like some. So now you think you're an expert? Around. <laughs> no, no, no. And that's what he said. He he said it's a very he he has a very rigorous uh, protocol for bringing on sponsors of his podcast. Wow, and you completely ignored yeah. that. You're like, if you give, if you give, yeah. Us well, I'm pretty sure that that guy would. has a little bit more, you know, like push. Like he could, he could turn people away. We're pretty desperate. We would take anything. I don't know about that. We haven't really tried. It like a probiotic or something. <laughs> we, it's, we, yeah, we haven't really tried for for sponsors. I mean, it, of all the cycling podcasts, we're probably. I don't know. Top ten? Wow. Top twenty? Pretty something like that. Shocking. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, I don't think we're top ten, man. That's well. How many? Of, there's a lot of there's ten cycling podcasts. We're tenth. Name name ten right now. Name ten po- cycling podcasts that you that you know are popular. Lance Armstrong's. Um, 
And maybe it's top 25. I don't really know. Trainer Road is killing us. I looked at Trainer Road's uh, reviews. Because, like, you can't see how many people uh, have listened to it, but you can see how many people have reviewed it. We only have, like, 300 reviews. They have, like, 3,000 reviews. We have 300 reviews? Or, like, stars. Ratings? Ratings. (laughs) That's what it's called, ratings. I didn't even think we had that many. They've been doing it a while, right? Also, that's even more shocking that people listen to that. Versus this, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They've been around for probably yeah, they're close like, to ten years. Yeah, they're on ten Maybe. years. Have they actually been around yeah, for ten? It's twenty twenty four, dude. I, I mean, I know I started listening to them when I in like twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. So that's eight years. Wow. And I wasn't the first one to listen to them. I know that. Okay. So I don't yeah, know. That's crazy. Uh, okay, so whatever. Trainer Road, yeah, they're popular. Payson's um, podcast. podcast is probably doing pretty well. Lance's podcast obviously does hey, well. Lance hate it. No. <laughs> no. The real Lance. Every time the real Lance. Just the big say time Lance, Lance, I think of Lance hate it. You have to say Lance Armstrong for it to be Lance Armstrong. <laughs> really? Yeah. Whenever time you say Lance, I think immediately Lance hate it. He's way more relevant. I mean, I guess he's that's way more thing. relevant than yeah. us. No, Lance Armstrong's podcast does. Isn't there one called The Ford, well. but the other, and then there's another one called The Move, or are those the same podcast? Yeah, so The Move is like the cycling podcast. The Forward is his podcast where he interviews high-profile people. Those are both Lance Armstrong, though. Oh, yeah. then both of those are probably better than ours. Obviously, oh, I mean, it's <laughs> like a superstar. Uh, Even though like most of the cycling world probably hates him, like he's still beloved by most of the cycling when world. When I was first getting into gravel... I don't know how that works, but it does. Uh, Amanda Nauman and um, Schuster. Uh, Dave? Is it Dave Schuster? No. Uh, something Schuster. Mike Schuster? No. His last name is Schuster, though. They had a podcast called The Grodio. Is that still around? Yeah, it's still yeah. around. I wonder what there's. Oh, it's it's um it's not no it's stop uh, promoting these other fucking podcasts, <laughs> right? I thought we were trying to think of <laughs> other podcasts that are more popular yeah. than ours. No, people are going to start listening to this I mean, garbage instead of us. <laughs> there's only one cycling podcast. I'm not going to lie. I watched a Phil Guyman video this week because he was talking about his new sponsors, and oh, it was like the boy, worst. It's like the worst YouTube video I've ever seen. I'm like, oh, this no, guy dude. gets thousands and thousands of views and his video literally sucked it was like 15 minutes of him just saying here's my sponsor here's my sponsor here's my sponsor oh they're not my sponsor but here's my new sponsor and then he unzips and he shows his new kit and it's like yeah and he probably got paid like 20 grand to put up the video you couldn't have thought of like a clever way or a different camera angle or throw some b-reel in there why why would he he doesn't need to literally i know that's the frustrating part is people still watch it i'm like man i'm trying so much harder than he is and Dude, maybe, <laughs> maybe if you got some KOMs, yeah, then maybe that's what I dude. Seriously, maybe I should retire yeah. and then I'll get really popular. <laughs> People will start well, watching it, YouTube. <laughs> you can't retire from being a mediocre cross racer. You know what I mean? Was he a good road racer? I mean, he was in the World Tour. Was he a mediocre World Tour rider? I, I don't know. It was before my time, to be honest with you. Yeah, it was before me, too. <laughs> I I don't think he was, like... I mean, he was a climber, so, like, unfortunately, he wasn't, like, world tour climbing ability, but he was good enough to make the world tour. What's your thought? It doesn't make any sense. Phil, if you're listening to this, like he, don't he, no heart feelings. If you're a world tour... <laughs> if you're in the world tour and you're trying to be a climber, you're going to get smoked on. 
But if you're like in the world tour and you're just like going to be a domestique, which I think he was primarily like a domestique. Mm -hmm. He wasn't good enough to be a world tour climber. I honestly, I honestly better than any of us. So I guess that's. Dude, what? he's your you teammate, man. Climber or a domestic? What are you doing, right? Are you doing your taxes right now or something? <laughs> <laughs> Dylan, why why don't you know this? Phil was I your know, teammate. I know who was my teammate. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know. Have, I've actually, besties. I've never met Phil in real life, so oh, that's embarrassing. I've talked wow, to him on some, the phone. He's some teammate you were. But, you talked to him about YouTube? Uh, no, we talked about how to route the the cables through the black ink factor bar how would you know that i don't know it i was just like <laughs> i was just i was just yeah that's I didn't small have talk. Any, why does he need that's to know that small, small, you have like a me. mechanic well <laughs> his late the video that sucked that i was talking about was in his bike shop i'm assuming it was his bike <laughs> shop and he had tools in the background they were very neatly organized so i doubt that he actually yeah you have books in the background them. dude yeah but they're not yeah but i read these <laughs> i read these some of them. <laughs> his, his new kit seems to be super polarizing. There's some people that think it's awesome, and then there's some people that really hate it. It's pretty bland. Wait till you see my new kit. I'm going for. Uh, I'm going to be making a statement. Guess who picked uh, Dylan's new kit too? It's also Scott. <laughs> <laughs> did you give him options, or did he start? He from always asked me for my opinion because he knows that I, I will just be completely honest. That's that's true. It's good to have a friend like that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about Dylan's haircut? So Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, uh, <laughs> the 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 primary comment or feedback we've gotten from the last couple episodes has been people wanting to know when you're going to announce your bike sponsor. Uh, Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> um, Apparently, the people, okay. So if they would why send you, so if they would send me a bike so that I oh. can actually post about my bike that I have, then I would you would already know the answer. But can I give a hint? No, you can't. That's a very vague hint. <laughs> okay. Adam can edit it out if it's not. Alright, go for it. They sent him a stem. It's the heaviest stem <laughs> I've ever felt in my life. <laughs> so yes, true. Is, it made of, the only, is it made of metal or the only plastic? It is metal. The only component that I currently have from my new sponsor is a stem. Why is it you a stem? Why? <laughs> is it because you needed to order one of those long dong 150s? It is long dong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so long they can't even make it out of plastic. They have to machine it out of aluminum. Yeah, I get my stems custom made. Is it 169 millimeters? Probably. I just said send, I think that's I just what said send me the too. longest one you got. And also send me a bike frame that's two sizes too small. Exactly. Yep. No, that's that's Scott. That is Scott. Scott, how tall are you? Five ten. Scott's on a Cannondale Cad nine okay. right now that they that they painted. <laughs> they painted over, dude. Really? That is, what? At all? I had a Scott, Cat nine you know in college, how, man. I ripped that thing. You know how you know that Scott is the lowest rung on Project Echelon is because they haven't <laughs> sent him an arrow bike. They just sent him some like leftover. Hey, they'll get to it. Junk from last year. Yeah, but they also know that Scott won't complain. Is it seriously like an old bike painted? Scott won't complain either. So they're like, ah, yeah, he'll be fine. I mean, yeah, it's a used bike. New chain, new brake pads. Why do you have to have a new bike? I I saw that video that Dylan posted of riding with you, and it sounded like you had a beer can stuck in your spokes. (laughs) I ran over something. True. Also, Scott's descending skills have 
really gone down the drain. I gravel tires. <laughs> Wait, are you descending on road or gravel? Road, but it was like wet and it was like 25 degrees out. So I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to fucking rip this descent because I don't want to crash in training. So I took it easy. <laughs> Dylan has crashed in training. Didn't times. you already crash? Me? Or was it Dylan that crashed? Someone, one of you crashed recently, didn't you? No, I don't think any of us crashed. Fuck, mm. there's a flash flood warning. Yeah, look outside, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. The number one complaint this week is probably going to be people saying they can hear the rain in the background. Nah, I can't hear okay, it. Good. Yeah. No, I Scott. I think my new bikes are coming uh, in this week. I can't wait. I'm pumped. I've trained and way more you, than Dylan. Dude, so are you saying that no one has asked what Drew's new sponsor is? <laughs> Why do you have to make that point? I don't think anyone even Why knows you, that Drew is sponsored. <laughs> Why do you have to make this point? <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody cares what Drew's Drew. When are you going to announce your? Yeah, bike when are you going to announce your bike? Sponsor? I guess once my bikes get here, but I think they're in transit. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're getting bikes yeah, plural. They're probably in another state right now. So they're not made in Kentucky. You're saying? Yeah, probably not. I don't know where they're made. Actually. Are they made in a southern state or a northern state? Of. Are you allowed to say the west state or an east state? Sponsor, or do you have to be? Um, I'm pretty sure that uh, my contract probably wasn't as extensive as yours, and so it probably doesn't matter. <laughs> All right. Well, let's hear it. Uh, yeah, we were. Is this why you're going to make a statement? Well, maybe I'll get. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, I see what you did so there. Is this on word? I, if you haven't picked up yet, I will be riding for state bicycle companies this year. So if you need to get your fixie on, hey, you can use my discount code and you get a discount on your, fixie, your new fixie. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they need uh, guys like me to ride their bikes a little faster. Wait, so are they sending you a track bike? No, I actually bought a track bike from them for CJ so she could get back into track racing. So she actually has a state bike. It's in the basement. It's built up, but oh, I don't geez. have any yet. Uh, they're sending me a gravel bike. With some 650B wheels and a suspension fork. I'm excited about that. Sweet. And that's going to be your mountain bike? I'm going to try it out. Uh, it'll be my mountain bike and my gravel bike. Uh, I've been thinking of a lamer bike. 650B wheels and a suspension fork? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On a gravel bike. Does it have? Does it? Have, is it going to have drop bars or flat bars? Drop bars. Okay. And that's what you're going to do the Lifetime Grand Prix mountain bike race? Well... I'm going to test it out around here. And if it's like not even good on the trail around here, then I'll probably try to find a hardtail. But state no. doesn't make a hardtail. Don't they make a mountain bike? They make a fat bike, which I don't think. That's close That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> they literally make like their number one selling bike is probably like a fixie Scott. Like they, they're way into like the commuter. So it's like a hipster. Yeah, exactly brand. that. It's a hipster bike company. Yeah. So why are they sponsoring you? And they recruited because a guy they, from because they, because they started making some gravel bikes last year and they just want somebody to ride their gravel bike fast so that they can prove that it's a good gravel bike. They want somebody to ride cool. the gravel bike. It's like the total <laughs> opposite. Are you, getting, like the, are you getting one of it's the, like the total opposite of every other brand that you talk to today, every other brand. Like all of Dylan's are like, oh, we want to sponsor you because you have 150,000 subscribers. We don't really care what place you get. These state, on the other hand, is like, we already got True. Instagram pretty covered. Like, we don't need you to help us out with social media. We just want you to go fast on our bike so we can prove that it's a fast bike. I'm like, I can get down with that. 
and their big thing, like their whole thing with all of their bikes is to try to make it more affordable so that more people can get into cycling. So you can get a full, fully built carbon gravel bike for less than $2,000. All right. Well, I don't think state pays the podcast yet. So how about we cool it on the likes? <laughs> yeah, I'm just out. saying like, these are the reasons, these are the reasons why I think it's cool that I'm going to be riding a state like that. It's not a, it's not specialized and it's not, it's not going to be like that pristine, but I like that they're trying to make. So, have you ridden one of their bikes before? No, not until it gets here. But I like That's what they're doing. Too many positive things about it. Rachel actually rides. <laughs> well, I guess next week I'll let you know how it rides. But you'll probably I'm just excited have, about kind of, the brand. Like the brand seems really cool. I've already talked to the owner. What size tires can it fit? Uh, with six fifty build with six fifty B, it can fit two point twos, and with normal rims, it fits forty fives. Hmm. Okay adequate i looked up i compared the the geometry to the crux and the geometry is almost exactly the same and i think it's a half a pound heavier not bad do they make arrow claims Mm, i don't know you mean like how arrow their frame is yeah yeah i don't think so Mm. arrow claims for a wind tunnel i mean i don't think the um i don't think the crux is very arrow either is it yeah i know i'm i look at the crux and i cringe (laughs) <laughs> every time i see it <laughs> yeah yeah it's definitely not like they didn't that, build it for aero advantages oh the crux or the i mean yeah, both either one of them either yeah both. Both. okay drew the i think bike looks fine on that sweet. bike for every every race except sea otter yeah that's the one that i'm most nervous about and it's the first one too so that's why i really want to try to try it out around here uh and then i'll make the decision on if i need to get a hardtail or not I really don't want to buy another bike. I mean, you could do it. You could do it on it. You just like have zero chance of doing well. Yeah, probably have zero chance of doing well on a mountain bike as well. So, so then you should just well, do it on you, that. Yeah, I mean, you could I'm just kinda... race that niner that you have. Yeah, I do have a dually. Yeah, niner. Then I'd have to travel with two like, bikes before you buy a <laughs> before you buy a hardtail for one race. You could just race that thing. I'll. Uh, I'm selling a hardtail. Dylan just doesn't want you to do well. I'll sell it to you it's on true. the cheap. He's telling you to ride a niner. He's got experience. Bad, bad on niners. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Back when I rode niner, that was my heyday. I won like every NUE race. Well, okay, at the race that nobody goes to. More <laughs> <laughs> races. On. I've never won more in my life than when I was on niner. Yeah, you know what's wild is that that niner bike that you rode back then is still the same bike they sell today. Yeah, I don't think no, it's changed. It. What they changed the parts? No, the frame is different. Maybe. No, <laughs> no, it's not. It is. It's not the RKT. Yeah, they they mm-hmm. updated it like the year after I left. Okay, so 2017. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Drew, I'll I'll, uh, I'll sell you my hardtail. Yes. Yeah, so you you didn't just hear what I said. I'm trying to not buy hardtail. Okay. Okay. Well, if you decide you need a hardtail, <laughs> I'll sell you the best one that you can get for the price i probably wouldn't buy right. I, if i probably would just ride my mountain bike like the one that i have yeah Drew, I don't need to that's probably i don't better. need to buy a bike actually for one race the, for sea otter for sea otter the geometry of your bike and the suspension really doesn't matter it's just you, you need some suspension and you want a pretty lightweight bike well then the, so that that niner is probably fine hey yeah. drew hey dylan you you can't beat me at sea otter on a drop bar 650b gravel bike 
He's just screwing. Me. You're just messing with me. You're just totally messing with me. Yeah, but did you me, see dude. Dylan's performance at Sea Otter last year? <laughs> Isn't that your lat? Dude, your Dylan, are you kidding me? Dylan was you winning won, the race for a while. You were in first place, dude. Wow. What place did you get? 31st or something. Oh, I thought it was worse than that. I thought you were like 50th. <laughs> no. Well, I was 50th into the single track after I oh. blew the start. After after he was first almost into the single track. <laughs> I probably lost 50 places in 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw the whole thing unfold. Were you in the race, Adam? No, I, I, I was just watching. And I and I had like the perfect vantage point where I could see that Dylan was on the front. And then all of a sudden, I never saw Dylan again until he came through 50th. <laughs> you were there in person? Like, you were there in person, right Adam? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Furley and I were watching. Mm. Yeah. And no one got video. Embarrassing. It's unbelievable. Dude, I'm actually, I actually might have gotten a video of it. Why would you have not sent that to me? I don't know. Because it was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, he probably, like, I don't know. Like, immediately. If it was, like, first to no, 20th, I, mean, I would have sent it to you and been like, dude, what the happened? <laughs> Are you going to do that again this year? Drew. I bet you can't get the whole shot this year. I bet you can't. I, I, that's I, a bit. I'm I not think there's a 0%, zero percent chance yeah, Dylan I can get the whole zero percent chance of that happening. <laughs> you were so close. Even if it's Dylan tried his hardest. It's a, it's a really hard start. Yeah. Is it bumpy? You'd have to do like 800 I think watts. There's a zero percent chance of you getting the whole shot on a 650B gravel bike with a suspension fork. Dude, it starts on a on a racetrack, and I think it'd be hard for D- D- Dizzle to get the whole shot on a road bike. Hmm. Maybe I yeah, should. So here's here's the thing: if you tell if you tell Dizzle he can't do these things, then he gets really fired up. I I was waiting for you to get super fired up. Yeah. No, I knew what you were like, doing, so it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to pee. I'll be back. All right. You don't have a bottle? <laughs> no, dude, he's got a Yeti cup. He's going to throw it out the window a bit later. <laughs> that was a good cup. I don't know what your problem Dude, I found a dog leash the other day at home. On the side of the road? Yeah. A dog leash? Okay. I found these shoes that I gave to my uh, nephew. Kid shoes. Some kid must have taken them off and thrown them out the window. Is this how you do your Christmas shopping? You just find stuff on the side of the road while you're riding? No. No, I did some Christmas shopping. Oh, wow. I think... Oh, I don't know. I spent a lot of money on Christmas. Okay. Would you spend, like, nothing? (laughs) I don't know. Nina bought everything. For herself? (laughs) You didn't get her anything? (laughs) No, I got her stuff. Did you get a Christmas tree? No. Oh, my God. Wait, aren't you at his house? You should know if he had a Christmas well, I tree. I came after Christmas. Actually, no. If Dylan got a Christmas tree, it'd be up for at least six months after Christmas. <laughs> He'd leave it up all year. <laughs> yeah, all the dry and rotting. Dude, okay, we should talk about Scott's favorite topic to talk about. What? You Tires? know what I'm going to say? No. It's like, it's like you have kind of nervous now. You haven't been able to stop talking about this the whole time. What? <laughs> It's Scott's face, dude. I'm talking, of course, about Cask's new arrow helmet. I haven't talked about that. He was the one talking about Cask all the time. Dude, you have not been able to stop talking about this new Cask arrow helmet. I haven't talked about it. <laughs> oh, the one that goes guys- over your ears. I was trying to remember. Yeah, the one that goes I, over I knew your we were ears. talking about it. Yeah, it goes over your ears. Yeah. So what do you Didn't think? I literally say I don't give a fuck? <laughs> yeah, so what's your opinion of it? I don't. I, I told you. 
Are those the helmet you're riding no, for it's Echelon? Like, it's like if someone asked me if I believe in ghosts. I just don't give a single fuck. <laughs> like, I don't have an opinion. Okay. I don't care. Right. So never don't even consider it. All right. Well, so like if 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 your team just sent you that helmet, you would just put it on and not even thinking twice about it. I'd probably wear it. Yeah. <laughs> You're sponsored by Kesk? The team is. Yeah. He's going to be wearing that helmet hmm. this year. I want to know why no one's done this before. I, I actually think it's so I, I was going to say the Internet is mad hating on this helmet. Like, the, I saw so many memes about how this helmet looked dumb or whatever. Um, but I actually think it's dope. Hey, stop talking about her. She's in the room. <laughs> Just begging to get on this podcast. <laughs> she said she was going to ride the trainer like an hour ago. I hasn't even started. <laughs> was she wearing her cape? <laughs> She's She's all fired up. All right. Good job, so, Scott. You made her right, What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> Good, she's going to go smash her internet yeah. now. Yeah, it's all part of the plan. I can't even find this helmet on their website. Well, it's, it's not, not on the website. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, you have to like oh, go no. to any of Grenadier's Instagram page or whatever. Or any meme mm. account. You think it's for people with like ears that stick out so they can tuck them in so it's more... That's probably a lot less... That's what I was going to say. ears that stick out? I got some big ears. I, I actually think the helmet's dope. I might wear it this year, to be honest with you. You don't have a helmet sponsor, do yeah, you? I can't. That would be something you would do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, f- I found it now. I actually, yeah, I agree. I don't think it actually looks that bad. You know, it doesn't look all that different than like when California bros wear their flat brim hats over their that's ears. That's what I was going to say. I mean, it, it kind of looks ridiculous, but it's, also like it looks fine. Like it's, I was like, it's how acceptable. Did nobody make that connection, you know, that dudes already be wearing their hats over the tops of their ears. It's also better than um, like any masters rider who wears like a face shield, you know, like a, you know what I mean? <laughs> a helmet with like a fucking magnetic. Yeah. Those look ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but not that many people do that. A lot of people do it. I am like surprised that riders. It, I would imagine that the face shield is probably more aero than the, the glasses, right? So I'm kind of surprised they don't have that as an option here. Although a lot of time trialists don't use face shields. Maybe they have Dude, Drew, they have a there's a helmet by Pac that's called the Cerebral. You need to get Whoa. that one. Oh. <laughs> Dang. Instant It's an arrow helmet with best like. friends. Pac? Dang. I need to reach out to them. It just looks like your standard arrow they helmet. They haven't reached out to it's, me yet. They have that they have that crazy arrow helmet that looks like a stingray or something. It's not that one. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think this helmet looks fine. Yeah, the cast. And maybe it just looks fine because, like, the dude that's on, that that's wearing it, like, looks so fit that he could probably wear anything and it'd be fine. Sure. No, I'm into it. I, I approve of the new cask arrow helmet over the years. It says, Filippo Ghana leaks unusual new cask arrow helmet with ear covers. Hmm. Yeah, I, I can't believe it's taken this long for someone to come out with this. I mean, they technically have this for arrow helmets. Like all arrow helmets cover your ears. Come out with that first. Yeah, I think this helmet looks way less ridiculous than that than the specialized arrow helmet. Yeah, but it doesn't matter about what it looks like. It's about which one's faster, right? The one with the sock thing on your neck. The one that no, the one that Dylan. I think you wear it. It's like it sticks off like a foot behind your head. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so long. Well, it needs to be long because it needs to be a teardrop shoe. 
Well, I know. I understand. I understand why it is. I'm just saying it like the look of it Mm. looks wonky. It matches your long dong stem though. (laughs) (laughs) True. Both of those are for improved aerodynamics. So. Well, Dylan's got a huge stem on his gravel bike, but then his handlebars go backwards by the time, like, you know? So he's got to have, like, an extra two centimeters just to make up for the handlebars going backwards. Makes no sense. What do you mean they go backwards? Like, like, like the vision handlebars go forward from the stem bolts where, oh, yeah. you know, what his go backwards. Mm, I see what you mean. I gotcha. Like, it's not just straight so his, across. His, it's... His 150 stem is effectively like 120. Scott was really pissed about this yesterday. Super pissed. <laughs> also, I do think that those those bars look cooler. Not that Dylan cares. Also, we've established that if I ride my road bike, I at my zone two, I'm too fast for Scott. And if I ride my gravel bike at zone two, I'm too slow for Scott. So what bike is Scott riding? Road bike. Gravel bike? Cannondale Cad 9. Road bike. Oh, yeah, the Cad 9. <laughs> <laughs> you were way too slow. What yesterday. if you what if you just ride your mountain bike at tempo? Um no. Dylan doesn't go to tempo for the first <laughs> three months of his base training. <laughs> What's your what was Scott your max power? Yesterday? Scott will two forty. <laughs> Scott will just ra- like we were doing a zone two ride and then randomly for no reason he's like, let me do five hundred watts up this climb. I dropped your ass. <laughs> I mean <laughs> a hard to drop me when I'm doing <laughs> But I'm just chilling. It's no, that's because you made us late to the meetup spot. Mm-hmm. And I was trying not to be late. I don't like being late. Yeah. Well, Dylan doesn't give a shit. If I hadn't had to wait for you at the bottom of that downhill, we would have made it. I late. literally beat you to the bottom of the downhill. I was first. <laughs> yeah, but you had like a 45 second head start. Yeah. Just wait. One of these days you're going to crash on ice and you're going to call me to pick you up. And I'm not going to come pick you up. <laughs> All right, did you guys bring any topics to talk about? That was my topic. The, yeah. The arrow home. What oh, we've been talking about for the last 40 minutes. That was my topic. <laughs> that Both of you brought the cask. What about you, Drew? Otherwise, we'll do listener there questions. There was something. Uh, oh, have you guys heard of this statement? Uh, or the, It's an acronym. for. It's called GAS. You guys know what GAS stands, stands for? No. I came across, I came across no. this week. It's Gear Acquisition Syndrome. Elaborate. Oh, I thought that was it. <laughs> Is it? It's uh, it's it's like our uh, obsession with like wanting to acquire more stuff. Um, and I feel like our podcast talks about that a lot because like we always are getting questions about what tires should I get and should I get this and should I get this. So we're the gas podcast. That's what makes us so Gear valuable to sponsors. So what, what it, is this? Is gas negative or is it positive? Yeah, I think it is because like you're more excited about getting the gear than you are about like actually doing the stuff. It's like a yeah, but if you if you can spin that in a positive way, like when you get a new bike and then like your first three rides are like way better than they would have been otherwise on your janky bike. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That, then that's good. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot of people in every or. Not a lot, but I think there are people in every sport that they actually like the gear aspect of the sport more than the sport itself. Exactly. That's the point I'm trying to you make. I mean? Totally. And cycling, cycling is a lot like that because cycling is a gear heavy sport. 
But I think it's, I think that's just life in that's general. That's like everything. Like people, yeah. that's what I'm, that's what yeah, I'm trying people to say. People think that just, you know, buying more stuff is going to make them happier. Well, and it's way easier to buy stuff than it is to like work hard. For well, stuff. I don't even say that these are like materialistic people who think that. Buying stuff no, is I, I make know. Them happy. I'm saying these are prob these are people who are just into tech. Like they, they're really, they're really into the tech side of cycling and the actual. Oh, I think the saying. bike part of cycling is it's cool, but that's not their favorite part of cycling. Sure. Like you. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you only ride 20 hours a week, so. Yeah, only 20 hours. <laughs> is that all you're up to so far? Yeah, no, that's actually true. What? Is that all you're up to so far is 20 hours a week? I did 21 last week. Shouldn't you be a little bit further along in your, like, progression? How, how many did you do? 12? Uh, last week I did like 15, but it was only my second Oof. week. <laughs> Dang, dude. He's catching up to you, Scott. <laughs> I did 31. <laughs> 31? See, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. All right. There you go, yeah. Scott. <laughs> I'm either going to go to this race with a blown, well, I'm going to be sitting at home with a blown up knee or I'm going to be fit. Those are the two options. Is your knee still bum- bumming you out? Like what's, what's wrong with it? No, it's all right. Sorry. What did they, what did they ever diagnose it with? I mean, other than having a hot dog, I don't dog know what you ever would call it a diagnosis. It's just like, did they ever get to the root of what was causing it? Who's they? <laughs> I don't know. Whoever is, whoever the did man. not see anyone. I mean, everybody that I see, it's like doesn't tell me any new information. So he, had, he had a knee tumor. No, yeah, it was a hot. It dog. was a Baker's cyst. But no, it's fine. Okay, but here's the thing about Dylan. All right, listen to this shit. Dylan's been making fun of me because I've been like, you know, foam rolling, stretching, trying to like mitigate the knee problems. And then all of a sudden, Dylan's knee gets a little pain in it and he's fucking doing the same fucking thing that I'm doing. (laughs) Foam rolling. And then when he foam rolls, the foam rollers, they like smush the foam roller. He's so heavy. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't even roll. It was like a fucking yeah, I got dented. square after that. <laughs> Dude, you you use an actual foam foam roller? Yeah, this one's very soft. You got to get one of those, like one of the hard plastic. That's what ones. I have at home, but Dylan only has a soft one. It's true. Only soft foam for my mm. soft body. If we got the hard plastic ones, it might permanently break. <laughs> it <would crack. laughs> yeah, it would crack. At least the foam goes back to shape. <laughs> Uh, you want to answer some questions? What was your sure. topic, Adam? Ask me a question. Yeah, we're. I was actually leaning on you guys. I, I, to be honest, completely forgot to prepare something. Even though I told you guys like last night, like let come with topics. I uh, got too busy snowblowing. Uh, um, Vanderpool is. I, I I could have asked some questions to Scott about bow hunting, but I don't think anyone wants to hear about. Hey, that you anymore. never know. Yeah, it's forty five minutes in. I did get like a handful of people that reached out and were like, "Hey, if you want to go hunting, let me know. I'll take In you South out." South Dakota. Just, hey, this is this is exactly and other places. Us talking about bow hunting on this podcast is like me talking about Monsters Incorporated on my YouTube channel. Yeah, but You're that real. wasn't. Successful. And look at how, yeah, how well that did, dude. Look at how well that did. Adam, did you see that Facebook group I invited That's my you point. to? No. Are you on Facebook? Well, obviously, if you invited me to something. I mean, do you like? You I, if you mean like, am I like regularly? No, but I can go on it right Facebook. now and see Facebook. what's up. I told you, I'm a, I'm a consumer of social media. <laughs> oh, this is the, so. I was tell, Scott was talking about how he's a consumer of social media, not a poster or something. And I was like, Create. you're the exact opposite of Drew. 
Yeah. I, every time I don't even have Instagram or Facebook on my phone right now because I'm like, I'm so tired of consuming it that I'm like, I'm only going to create it and not consume See, it. I want the opposite. How do you, how do you figure out, where do you see that someone invited you to something? I don't, I don't even know if I did it right, to be honest. It was a pheasant hunting in South Dakota Facebook group. Oh, and you're part of it? Yeah, I'm part of it. <laughs> you kidding? <laughs> <I'm off. laughs> I also didn't realize that fenting, fenting, pheasant hunting season is like right now. Yeah, I think it's like or maybe it's all October the time. to January. Know. It's pretty long. Yeah, depends on the state. Yeah, because I had a, I had a couple people reach out and were like, "Hey, I'm going next weekend," and I was like, "All right, so why I don't you not forward these people for to me?" That. And next fall, I'll fucking hightail it to South Dakota. It's only like a thirty drive. Yeah, dude. Like a bank. Yeah, dude, dude, that's right? like. Yeah, and it's it's way better for your knee than riding thirty hours. I don't know the accelerator. You know. When I start in the break with my left foot, that kind of groups. Gets groups you've joined, dude. I can't. I literally can't figure this out. I'll have to find this later. All right, or maybe do it again. Well, I don't know. How about we move on to listener questions before we start talking about and hunting okay. for thirty minutes? Wow, sorry. We have other all right. So we don't do anything. <laughs> this guy Alan says, "Hey, brothers of Bonk, a few podcasts back, Dylan said that if he woke up the morning of Leadville and his power meter was dead, he wouldn't even take the start line. He was obviously joking, but <laughs> but could you speculate as to how a lifetime event would play out if all of the lifetime Grand Prix riders had no pacing tools like heart rate okay, or power? None of the other Alan from Ireland. Okay, I don't that think it would affect it really. Yeah, none of the other. I'm the yeah. only lifetime Grand Prix participant that uses." any of like a power meter or heart rate monitor to pace myself. So it would play out exactly how it already plays out. I agree. Also, I don't use a power meter or heart rate monitor for every race, but for Leadville in particular, it was really important to use a power meter to pace myself. And you think that even though you had been acclimating for like two months by that point, it was still that relevant. Absolutely. Because you feel different on race day. Like on race day, you can do 400 watts and it feels like 300 watts because mm-hmm. there's so much adrenaline and you're so fresh from tapering. Yeah, especially up the first climb when, when everyone's That's still like grouped together. And yeah, jamming. I mean, I did yeah. like 290 watts up the first climb and it felt so easy. Like I was chilling, right? But 290 watts any other day that I was training at 10,000 feet, I would I would be dying. <laughs> I mean, 290 Something watts. Still went too hard. Isn't that impressive? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for Bill, I was I was like 69 kilos. It's, it's not a joke. I was actually that. I was 69 kilos. You were holding on to like a helium balloon. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, this one says question for DJ. I don't know why we can't answer it, but it says I am my 55 year old dabbler in all things cycling including gravel mountain bike and winter fat biking sweet uh, i smashed the trainer all winter with some one to three hour rides totaling approximately 10 to 12 hours a week and then add some fat biking in real life i sprinkle in three days a week of weights in the gym to keep the upper body strong and to try to increase my leg strength my ftp is sitting around 340 watts my vo2 max is 57 <laughs> puts me in the top one Dude, i can't tell if you're <laughs> adding stuff for a joke right now or this <laughs> I'm reading it verbatim, uh, which puts me in the top 1% in a relative fitness of a fit 20 year old. Okay. okay. 
So he's 55, and he's saying that he's in the top 1% of relative fitness. So I'm guessing that's, like, for his age. Okay, just, just so uh, you know, Guy, we're not we're not making fun of you f- for your VO2 max, but this this just hap- so happened to be exactly what we talked about last week with uh, older older listeners and viewers of YouTube giving you all the stats, which is fine. You know, it's more context. You're losing followers right now. All right, this guy let me just, just finish. There's like a one your, sentence yeah, left. This guy just unsubscribed from your channel for sure. <laughs> just so you know, he, this guy's got the same threshold as Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> and you just called him old. All right. He says, he says, all right, this must be why I was getting, why it was geared towards Dylan. Learn. Like you, I do have to work on my sprints and short power numbers. However, my max heart rate is 158 with a resting heart rate of 40. Then he gives his blood <laughs> What? I don't know. Maybe blood pressure is relevant, but it's 118 over 78. <laughs> uh, I, is this not exact? This Is this not spot on to what maybe, I was maybe talking this about? Guy last is week? Troll. I, maybe he's a troll. Maybe he's, he's messing, yeah, maybe, maybe he's messing with us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> there's no question here. That's the end of it. <laughs> is, is, is that really it? There's nothing more. <laughs> he says he does 50 to 70 push-ups in a row. <laughs> Dude, this is a troll question for sure. <laughs> He's messing with us. He's no, pulling our so. If so, Paul, you you got us good because. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. <laughs> okay. I hope so. Otherwise, you just think about it. Yeah, if not, we're gonna, he's never <laughs> listening to this podcast again. I mean, you shouldn't submit a question. No, it's got to be, because there's no question in here. All right, go ahead. Last week, we talked about how they, they give their stats but don't have any questions, <laughs> and that's, like, literally what just happened. <laughs> yeah. Well, Paul, I hope you get to 100 push-ups in a row. Yeah. Because that's that's about the only thing I can see. There's any kind of also Paul, you didn't question give us or the most here. important number, which is your blood lactate values. Mm, let me see this again. Nope, just the VO2 max. It's relevant. Well, thanks for that, Paul. Appreciate it. Uh, okay, this one comes from Jay, and I'm reading this one because his his the title of his email is catchy. It says whipped cream question. Whipped cream, really? Holy crap! It's long. Oh, wow. No. All right, hold on. Uh, the massive Colorado slash California gravel military industrial complex bias. I don't know what that Whoa, means. That was so many uh, words. But anyways, number one. Okay, whipped cream. And yes, I'm serious. For short races, should I fill my U-Sweet hydration pack with something like Cool Whip? Thanks to Dylan, we know for sure. <laughs> He's not serious. We know some body types. For some body types, U-Sweet hydro packs give an aero boost. Okay. Uh, but for some races, I only need two magnum bottles and so a hydro pack is a serious weight gain for no reason but if i were to fill it with something that's super light that also gives it its full shape it would make sense to wear it just for the aero benefit something like a cool whip or maybe a balloon um, uh, and by the way you never address the fact that once you drink the used sweet pack that shape changes quickly and 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 once a half a liter is gone i'd say the aero benefits are probably gone too so the pack is a help only at full insufflation oh, wow this guy's really Digging deep into Holy shit. Okay, so that was question number one. What do you think, Dylan? Um, I thought he was gonna. Suck I want to know why you would cool use whip whipped cream because that would like totally melt by the time well, you're done. You need to put some cool whip out and then use that to fuel himself. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like if he's starting to bonk, he can just suck out all the cool whip. 
Um, yeah, I don't know if it has. I personally would actually like that ratio, but cool whip sounds like the perfect way to feel during a race. It's so good. You can like never get sick of cool. Whip. I think you would be sick of cool whip if it was a hundred degrees out in the middle of unbound. And that's all you had. It's an animal product. If oh. it was melted, but if it was cold still, like if you were just drinking it straight or like if you were shooting it in your mouth from like the canister out of like the fridge, mm. dude, that sounds great. Um, I don't, I don't know why you can't just put newspaper in your pack if you're worried about filling it or, or even better, dude, you need to go to Michael's like craft store and get some foam yeah. and then you need to That's what I was do a craft say. probably with your kid or something, like make it a fun exercise <laughs> and you need to like shave it off with a razor or no, some no, kind no, of no, no. straight edge. Just get, in, just get the, the gap just get spray foam. Yeah, spray foam. Yeah. Go to Menards, get some spray foam. It's literally like $3 a can. You spray that stuff in there. It expands, and once it dries, it hardens up, and it'll just take the shape of the, the whole thing. You can't yeah, take no, it in you think, Could you get it? Menards? You can't. You it, can would just stay, it, would, it would just stay in there. You know what you need to do is you need to get one of these U-Suite packs that's just permanently there for arrow usage. So, like, if you if you know for sure you're right. not going to use that's what I'm saying. an arrow a hydration pack, then you, you pull your arrow bag out and it's got this, yeah, brick in it or whatever you're talking about. Foam brick. I like it. Okay, did this, the arrow, the pack being more arrow, did this all come from Dylan from one arrow test? Yes. Has mm-hmm. anybody else like cross yes. tested this or like, what if you just fucked it up? Yeah. We did test it three times. Okay. But what if the tunnel was all messed up? Yeah. Now you, you like has anyone else done it today? You know of? Uh, no. Okay, so we're basing this off one wind tunnel test that Dylan did the exact same thing three times. <laughs> and well, now we tested different. No, even more so. Even more so, Dylan wore a hydration pack for every race last year based on this test. Yeah, we <laughs> tested different positions. We tested upright and we tested Arrowhood's position with the pack on and without the pack. Both were more. Arrogant. Did you test your long dong stem? In By there? how much? By how much? <laughs> in the arrow hoods position, I think it was like three watts or something. Okay, so this guy <laughs> is gonna go put spray foam in his pack to gain three watts for maybe ten minutes of the race that he's actually in the arrow hoods position, and the rest of it he's probably drafting, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, but it also is more aerodynamic in a regular position. <laughs> By how much? Like a watt. I don't know. Like whatever time you spend <laughs> dicking around with a spray foam or Cool Whip, just go train. <laughs> That's Scott, is there anything that you would do to gain one watt that would, that would be as shit. ridiculous as this? Easy shit first, and then you know, focus on the basics, and okay. then slow. Training thirty-one hours is not easy. Yeah, but that's what's going to give you the most gains. <laughs> training, eating, and sleeping. Agreed. First. Also, Scott does take a lot of supplements. No, I don't. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. What do I take? I don't know, dude. You were popping a lot of pills the other night. It's just because the beta alanine that I take is a lot of pills. It's the same pill. Why is it so many pills? Because that's how much you (laughs) like to get to three grams. That's how much it is. Okay. Why were you taking beta alanine at night? That's what I was trying to. I take take it it in the morning and at night because I spread it out so you don't get so tingly. No, I was going to say, why are you taking beta alanine in January? But. The reason is because his race season starts in January. Yeah, I race in like 15 That's days. why he's doing 31 hours this week. It's because he's done no base training and now he needs to cram. It's one of my best, panic training. What are you going to do now that there's a flood warning? 
Yeah. Today's a rest. I did four days of training in a row just to prepare for this flood. Dude, the roads mm. are going to be unrideable tomorrow. Like you can't pass the flood. I want to know, Dylan, how, how did you let Scott go out and do 10 more hours of training than you last week without feeling bad about yourself? <laughs> I he feel, feels bad about himself. No, I feel great. I feel amazing. <laughs> and he did 10 less hours and has a knee problem. That's true. I don't know what the deal is. And was still getting dropped on climbs. I think it was that I wore a different pair of shoes on Saturday, and those shoes, like the cleats, are set up different. I shouldn't have done that. I should have just worn my normal shoes. The arrow shoes? Yeah. The cleats are set up a little different on those. Why? I don't know. Why don't you just set them up the same? Well, it's really hard to set them up exactly the same. I very. You got to get one of those little devices. I'm, I should buy one. What? The thing where you stick the cleat in, and then it's got like a grid. That you can m- move the shoe around on the grid. I've never heard of this. You've never heard of like everything. <laughs> Dylan's got this whole YouTube channel about like scientific fucking training and shit. And he's never even heard of half this shit. I've never even tried bicar. <laughs> yeah, but I did a whole video on bicar. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, it just scares me because it's so much sodium. Like, I feel like it's going to screw up my sodium water balance during the race. Well, why don't you test it? Are yeah. you talking about eating it? Yeah. You, are you talking about ingesting eating it? Eating it, yeah. Eating it. You don't eat I'm it. Gonna try, you, I'm going to You're taking in bicarb? What? I've taken bicarb, yeah. Like right now? Or no, I don't do baking, it. Like you're doing it in baking soda? For the podcast. Oh. Yeah, baking soda. Yeah. Yeah. If you do it, doesn't it like make you poop your pants? No, not if you use the Morton bicarb whatever system oh that stuff oh yeah, yeah, yeah they've yeah, got that's some right. formulas now that are supposed to be easier to digest put it in honestly though no. like if if it gave dylan 10 watts advantage he'd probably like sacrifice poop in his pants just for the 10 watts yeah, yeah. then you'd be even lighter <laughs> win-win how do you feel about amp human <laughs> no <laughs> no is that even a still company I don't know. Did they stop making products? If they are, do they want to sponsor the mm. podcast? <laughs> I mean, I'll put it on if they like sponsor it. <laughs> mm, yeah, it looks like they and they've even got updated like packaging. You can get it on the feed. Dylan, don't aren't you sponsored by the feed? You should know that. Yeah. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Oh yeah, this one. This is the next question from who's this guy's name? Jay. Are East Coast races totally getting screwed by the fact that most of the gravel media and many riders live in or close to Colorado or the Rockies? I mean, in terms of the quality of the courses as to the quality of the competition, that's a chicken egg situation, given the bias I'm talking about. It's fine. I think it's the quality of the competition that's suffering. Yeah, I think that's I think that's kind of what he's saying. So you agree? Yeah. To be honest, like other than Pisgah's stage race and the Transylvania Epic, like I don't even know of any other East Coast races really. Yeah, I mean, there's some great races on the East Coast, and and those aren't even gravel and races. They don't get any attention because all the fast riders live in. Well, let's give them some Colorado. attention. Which ones you talking about? Um, BWR North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, well, BWR North Carolina is good. Uh, Shenandoah oh, yeah. 100 is a mountain bike race. The course has changed. I haven't done it since they changed the course. The old course was iconic, but locals got pissed. Um, War Daddy? History. No. <laughs> the War Daddy is the only gravel race. I've not done War Daddy. I heard it's pretty epic. It's gnarly. Where is that? It's in Kentucky. It sounds like a. It sounds like a good course for the drop bar hardtail. So I probably would yeah. like it. Yeah. No, actually, it's a. It's. Uh, I think most. People is that East Coast though? That's kind of like Kentucky. What is what is Kentucky time, considered? Like yeah, it's East. I guess. Um, yeah, I, I guess it is. Now doing it is awesome. 
Any what's Pisco the one? Race is uh, awesome. The one fifty. Pisco one eleven. Buck one fifty or something that you do isn't that on? Throw a ten buck fifty. That's a dope Throw race. A isn't that race like pancake flat? Yeah, but sometimes pancake flat that, races are cool. Like they, it makes it very tactical. Did that Florida race only happen once and then it never happened again? The one where you beat Ted King in the sprint. Yep. And I'm undefeated champion of that race. What was that one called? Um, wow. Dude, Ted King was in the World Tour too, man. You you could like totally be in the World yeah, Tour. Yeah, I could you be a could. World Tour sprinter. Yeah. Using Drew's yeah. logic. That's what I meant when I said that's <laughs> why. I brought that up just to make you feel better about yourself. Oh, here we go. I didn't even see this part down here. Uh, he says, Dylan, you know the Pisgah Monster Cross and Bootlegger 100 are just as good or better than a bunch of the famous races. Uh, the Croatan Buck 50 is interesting and gets like 800 riders now, including some of the likes of Ian Boswell. And it serves a key early east coast tune-up for unbound r2d2 in the northeast what is that grass boutista no. okay uh is the grasshopper series really any better than the southeast gravel series and pisca there's nothing like it anywhere yet we hear about every piddly ass race ever cranked up in colorado <laughs> yeah, I agree. including some that might only have 40 people on the start line plus a little over some little love for some of the races in california Blah, 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 gravel locos on bow mid-south even bwr asheville feels like an orphan as far as publicity even though it's probably the toughest of the bwr courses thanks jay i agree with everything that jay said sweet i mean i'm biased because i'm a east coaster but yes jay you're absolutely 100 percent correct was that a question or just yeah, a but like we can't do anything about that like more bike riders <laughs> live in colorado than anywhere else in the country so that's just where people are going to be interested like yeah yeah can't do anything about that sorry jay <laughs> i mean I, I don't know how many times i don't know how many times i've said on this podcast i wish the lifetime grand prix would have an east coast race i it mean it's probably you know, be their like least attended race though because of what i just said <laughs> mm, i yeah but i don't i don't know about that though like maybe if there was an east coast race now because because i mean they they mostly cater to average people not the pros like are you saying that there's really not enough people to fill an entire event on the east coast No, i'm just saying like it wouldn't be as popular we have the same debate in louisville south louisville doesn't have all like the fancy restaurants and all that because the east side of louisville has all the fancy restaurants but that's where all the people with the money live so they're gonna put nobody in their right man is gonna drop a nice restaurant on the south end of louisville because it wouldn't do as well as it would if they dropped it in the east end so lifetime's thinking, yeah so that's what i'm saying where, so, where so you we, think it's just that there's not enough people no i'm thinking that Lifetime wants to make the most money that they can from every event that they do. And that's just, it makes from a business perspective. Yeah, for sure. You're going to do it where the most people are going to sign up for the race, which is going to be the West coast. Mm-hmm. Do you know, how did that little sugar mountain bike race do last year? Was that highly attended? Is that East coast? That's like right in the middle of the country. I know. That's what I'm oh. saying. Like that was a new event for them. That wasn't oh. in the um, mountain West. No, no. Like, I wonder how that one did. I didn't do- and I mean, that's like, I mean, Benville, right. Like, iconic. And it's the week before the last lifetime. And it seemed like pretty good. Yeah. It seemed like a lot of pros were, were there all week. I mean, Pitcock was there. Like that's, that's, a, that's pretty cool. But I don't know about how, as far as like, obviously there were some fast dudes there, but I don't know how, as far as total registrations go. I don't know how, how it did. I think that's probably what they're mm-hmm. more concerned with. Right. Like, when they're thinking about new events, they're thinking about total registrations more than they are like if paper right. comes or not. 
Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was saying. I mean, if Pidcock shows up, like, but see, the thing is, like, no one even knew Pidcock was coming until like a week before. So it's not like anyone was going to like change their plans because you know the Olympic champion was going to be there. But something like that puts it on the map. Like we're talking about it right now because totally. Pidcock went. To yeah, it, you know, if Pidcock didn't go, who else was there? And like, he got owned. I guess Keegan was there, but. <laughs> um dude i saw dude the the prize purse for whiskey 50 this year is like 35 grand is that more than what it normally is i don't know if maybe it's just been long enough since they've done a or since i've looked like done an epic rides event that i haven't kept up with what their prize purses are i know like back in the back in the day when they had the oz trails off-road that was like 60k i'm just saying in today's like gravel scene where prize purses are pretty sparse 35k seems like a lot yeah yeah, we talked about this with the BWR series too. Like their their series is praise the overall series paid pretty well, even though the, each event c- kind of varies. But they don't promote it super well, or right. like we're so focused on how much money is in the lifetime series that it's hard to I don't know think about other because it's easy to think like what, what what is it this year that the lifetime is putting in like a hundred and or uh, what's the total prize what purse for what lifetime mean? series three fifty. Three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand dollars. It's like it's easy for us to look at that and be like, "Oh my gosh, thirty thousand is nothing." But like, that's one event versus seven events. You know, like uh, I feel feel like the Lifetime Series is stealing the thunder from all these other races that have good prize purses. Because they combine everything into one massive number. Like if you combine every crit in America, it'd be way more than three hundred thousand. That's what I'm. That's the point I'm trying to make, Scott. Yeah, you said it better than I did. Your hourly wage in a crit is way higher than any gravel. <laughs> True, the race one hour hourly. you can win like five hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think about it per yeah, hour. That's true. <laughs> hour. Especially since, like, when you win unbound after ten hours, you get nothing. Yeah, belt. Probably yeah, the dollar goes. per kilojoule is just through the fucking roof. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Howard wants to know, are there any marginal gains that you do not discuss publicly for competitive reasons? Mm. Well, obviously we're not going to discuss that. If yeah. That's the case. Really kinda, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a yes or no answer. <laughs> yeah. We, yes. I, but we're not going to talk about it. He says, please discuss thoroughly before you moving on to the next question. Uh, I think that I talk about every marginal gain publicly. So the answer is no. I talk about all the marginal gains. Yeah. The fact that Dylan talked about how hydration pack gives you one extra watt clearly he tells everything yeah what about you scott (laughs) (laughs) uh i guess it'd be a no okay no (laughs) i mean you know maybe i'm not even telling you wait no what like you do have marginal gains that you keep secret or no you don't have marginal gains i don't know you said no so i'm saying no Yeah, but I, I'm trying to figure out what I even said no to. I, yeah, how could, you, say, how could that, you keep a marginal gain a secret anyways? Like, all we have to do is I'm look at it. Yeah, but it, all I have to do is look at a picture of somebody on the start line and see what their marginal gain is, right? Like, Did you see what they consumed in their diet in the last I six months? I guess I'm thinking, like, arrow Are you, like, touching their fecal matter or something to see what yeah, they're okay, eating? You're thinking, you're thinking more biological. Also, okay, I'm thinking gotcha. marginal, yeah. Marginal. Also, just marginal. because you run a certain equipment, if you never talk about the equipment, people might not make the connection that you're using it because it's yeah. faster. Like You could just be an idiot. Like, if I ran a pack all year, people might just think, oh, like, Dylan is really concerned about staying hydrated. They might not know that it, I actually tested it and it was more arrow. 
Yeah, may, maybe that's really the you reason that Keegan wore hydration packs. These steamboat. things are. I do. If you watch my YouTube <laughs> no, well, channel, I don't, I'm not going to do that. So. <laughs> just gotta, can you just text me? Text. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. Next question. Howard wants to know what products do you use for listening to music or podcasts while riding? Do you turn the volume up really high to overcome wind noise at any speeds? Oh, we're talking about are you music. concerned about not hearing cars while listening to music? I think we kind of already talked about this. The, uh, the one you have the the uh, what are they called? I don't know. They're the open ear. What's the name of the company? Aftershocks. Air, Aftershocks. Aftershocks. We should get them to sponsor us because those are great. I can yeah. get on it. I had a pair, but they broke. But um, well, like the it was my fault. Doesn't sound that <laughs> your fault. Yeah, like the the <laughs> buttons got like stuck or something. Like the volume button got stuck all the way down. You're so not just never. You're, you're not doing a good job of getting the sponsorship right now. All right. Well, I'm pretty sure that like I threw them in my suitcase and just like didn't take care of them and they broke. But um, okay, they're great. <laughs> wow! Right. Scott and Aftershocks. Yeah. I'm adding this. I've got a list of uh, potential. Sponsors. Got a list of potential sponsors that I want to reach out to. What are we going to do? Yeah. The whole rebranding has Ed. that. Does that just fall through the cracks? Working and on people it. have been asking no, about putting them on the YouTube channel. That hasn't happened yet either. I thought all this was going to happen in January. That'll happen. That'll get launched when the rebranding gets launched in February. Is it getting pushed back to February? It was never going to be before February. Did you reach? Uh, did you get a hold of somebody to do the logo? All right, next question, Drew. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working on it. It's 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 not public oh, knowledge. Sorry, this is, forget I said that. Let's go to the next question. <laughs> All right, uh, what did you think? Or what do you think of the salsa cutthroat? It has a lightweight carbon frame and room for two point two inch tires, but I have the impression Dylan is not a fan. Is this because he considers the geometry to be too upright? Cutthroat's a trout. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so shocked that you have an opinion on that bike. It's a fish, a trout. Oh, I thought, <laughs> I thought he was. No, I have no idea what it like, you're no, a a bike. No, I know what a cutthroat. Oh no, no, he was saying it. Yeah, all right. It's like that's a dumb name. What do you think of the salsa cutthroat bike? <laughs> Do you, you know what they know? Why does everybody know? How, this is funny that everybody who asks these questions already know that Dylan knows about these bikes. I've never heard of a cutthroat. Yeah, D- I, Dylan, do you I, know about I do know about the cutthroat because okay, I, I just sent in the. I, I mean, I've known about the cutthroat before this, but when I posted about my drop bar mountain bike, everybody was saying like, "Oh, that's the salsa cutthroat." You know, well, it looks like a downhill bike. What? Like it's got it's like a, the it's got a rigid like fork big, and a it's I know, but it's tip. got like the, the, the down tube is like all curved Drew, like a Drew, do you know what a downhill bike looks like? What picture are you looking at? <laughs> it's got drop bars. I know, but it's I'm fully just saying rigid. the way that the frame is shaped where it goes down and then curves looks like a mountain bike. Well it is a mountain bike with drop bars. It is a mountain bike. It's it is it is probably one of the few like actual production drop bar mountain bikes. Yeah. In the marketplace. I think, so I think in my video about my drop bar mountain bike, I said companies don't sell drop bar mountain bikes. And then a lot of people corrected me, just like, you know, people have, yeah. have to do anything. But you also talked about in your video of, of different categories. And I and I think there's different categories of drop bar mountain bikes. Like you and I built a drop bar race mountain bike. Mm-hmm. 
The salsa cutthroat is what I would consider to be like a drop bar adventure mountain bike. Yeah. So I'm going to be honest. I haven't looked enough into the cutthroat. I don't know how much it weighs. I don't know what the geometry is. I, all I know about it is that it's a drop, a production drop bar mountain bike. Um, knowing salsa as a company, I would assume that they didn't build it with racers in mind. It seems more of like not, not what, not short. You're like gravel racers or shorter. Race. Yeah, I mean, it's maybe Racers, made like, with the Tour Divide in mind, right? It literally says on their website, Salsa's ultra-endurance mixed surface bike inspired by the Tour Divide. Like, it was designed for the Tour Divide or, or similar of those, like, big excursion races. Yeah. Which, like, if you're familiar with the, something like that, like, you're never going race pace. You're going, at best, your average, like, slow pace. You're just doing it for, like, sure. days on end. Yeah, so... um Maybe Lachlan Morton. Yeah, I have not looked. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it would be a competitive bike for Leadville, for example, because I just haven't looked into it enough. Um, My guess is no. I looked into it. Oh, you did? No. Yeah. I mean, you could use it, but it it wouldn't be as good. Um, You know, he says it's a lightweight bike i don't i don't know if i would consider it to be lightweight i'm trying to see if yeah, it says I'm, on here i'm just gonna be honest any salsa that i've ever seen in person or picked up or anything they're not light they're not light bikes yeah yeah so their top end model that comes with like carbon hoops and full x01 and force axis like it's a really nice build is 22 and a half pounds without pedals and that's with a fully rigid fork i mean that's Whereas like, that's whereas not, mine, I mean, that's, that's not, not bad. as heavy as I thought it's, it was going to be. It's not bad, but like my bike, if I had a fully rigid fork on it, it would be under 20 pounds. Yeah. I, I, so it's well, I guess what I'm saying right now is I'm actually surprised how light that is. I, it's obviously not the lightest bike you can get, but it's not, I was, uh, I was almost no, thinking bad, it was going to be yeah. over 25 pounds just because it was built for frame no. or something. No, 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 no. But the rigid fork, I mean, that takes like a, almost a thousand sure, grams sure, off sure. of it. Yeah. No, I get it. That's two pounds. I'm right just there. saying, you'd be shocked at how heavy like touring style bikes get. Yeah, well, this is—I mean, it's a carbon bike. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but but my thing with it is the—I don't think the geo would be as good, even if you had a uh, like a suspension fork on it. And I I have to look at this again, but I don't remember exactly what it was with the geo. I mean, the geo is okay, I guess. It's got like a 69 degree head tube angle, but I want to say the trail number on this bike is like really high and I, they don't show it here i don't know i i looked into it because the my local bike shop is a salsa dealer and i had like considered building one of those up instead of the specialized epic um but i ended up not doing that because i i just didn't i didn't think it was going to be the right bike for the races that we were doing but i mean it's still a cool bike i'm gonna go back to sleep after this so fucking boring <laughs> all right we got one more <laughs> Last one. Dylan, do you dream about which tires you're going to run? Do I dream about them? No, he dreams about and missing he, an then, assignment. Didn't you say that? That's true, actually. Yeah. I still, t- I, I haven't been in school for, what, eight years now? Why are you looking at me? I don't fucking know. We were in school at the same time. <laughs> I, I haven't been in school for a while now, and I still dream about missing a school assignment. That's a frequent dream that I have. I don't. Did you do that a lot when you were in school? What? Did you miss a lot no. of assignments when you were in school? No, but I, I have that reoccurring dream that I'm, like, missing a school assignment. But you don't have that dream, like, when, you, when you're worried about not, or like, forgetting to get Nina a present for Christmas? Never had that dream. 
<laughs> Priorities. Uh, okay, well, let's let's wrap it up there. Oh, yeah, and, and Howard, at the end of his email, he says, P.S., I'm not sure why your podcast works, but it does, so keep it up. I agree. I don't know why it works either. <laughs> no. It's a good way to describe our, chant, our, our podcast. Yeah. That should be our, our tagline. It, we don't know works, why this works, but, but we don't does. know why. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's wrap it up there. It's getting long. Yeah. It's, going, it's almost as long dong yeah, as... Yeah, way too long dong. That's stem. what I was about to say. This is a long <laughs> dong podcast. <laughs> All right. Okay, we'll see you guys. See ya. Are you just going to hang?